Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Does size matter? And I'm guessing they're meaning like muscle size. It's just like, I like you, so I can't even think about this. And like, <laughs> I love how we just completely dodged the question. Do you feel flattered when other men flirt with you? Literally never happens. No, but it, I feel like it does. Like I feel like you've been catcalled before. Are we going to really call that flirting? What are your guys' thoughts on toys specifically for couples? Wow, my head just went somewhere so different. I thought you were talking about baby toys baby. for a minute. And <laughs> I was like, I love them, toys? but I feel like they just like regular stuff better. What is your body count? Oh my gosh. I don't want to say. Do you want to reveal it? It's. What's What's up, up, dudes? And welcome back to the Unplanned Podcast. Let's do it. We are so happy you guys are here. We are throwing it back today. This is one of the OG YouTube videos we used to make. Today, we are doing asking my wife questions guys are too afraid to ask. And let's get right into it. Abby, are boobs two different sizes? This is something guys really commonly want to know. I get, dude. What's funny about these is it's clear that like it's all women asking these questions. I saw maybe like three dudes asking questions. That's funny. Um, yeah. I mean, especially while nursing. A lot of moms in here asking questions about postpartum, which I feel like we can also probably answer. But oh yeah, people were asking all sorts of questions on the they podcast. Just, they were just Instagram. Yeah, they were just asking everything. If you haven't followed our podcast Instagram, you can do that down below. It's great. You can get extra insights into our podcast, and we share fun stuff there. But yeah, babe. Uh, two different sizes while i'm nursing they're at least two different sizes usually depending on where the baby last Mm -hmm. fed um but i don't think after i'm done nursing it will be that way yeah but it's very common for them to be two different sizes even if you're not nursing are brazilian waxes awkward i never had one but i can't imagine it's not awkward just a little bit the first time but you've done laser hair removal which i feel like is very similar i think the first time i felt awkward it was just me it wasn't like Mm -hmm. the person doing it that made me feel awkward um for them i have to imagine it's just just any normal tuesday for them yeah so i don't think it really has to be an awkward situation especially after like i had the first couple done it was so normal like i would just be i I was kind of surprised by how normal it felt honestly because it's such a weird situation to be in like not weird but vulnerable like legs spread doing stuff and the fact that it's not medical also it's just like cosmetic has an extra element of like "Mm, this is a little bit uncomfy but the fact is is that like they're always i mean anyone i've been to has been so professional about it and we were just having normal conversations like as she was like, so what are you doing this week? And I was like, I got some homework I got to get done. Like, it was, and you're completely spread eagle. Yeah, I mean, it's just the only thing that's a little bit more weird is the is the booty part. Did they do your booty? I thought they. Yeah. I thought. Oh, they okay. You, they have you spread? What are they? What? 
<laughs> you spread your cheeks. They have you do it. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. They're like, keep your cheeks. Spread. I know some people. They have you. Like I didn't have to do this, but some people had to like hold their legs and stuff and like do weird positions. Oh my gosh! They she didn't have me do all that. That would be such. Wouldn't that be the weirdest job in the world? You're like, all right, can you please spread your cheeks? I mean, yeah, I think that those people that go into it are just like get used to it really fast I, those people don't get paid enough or maybe they do maybe they actually get paid um, really yeah, well it's actually very expensive to get laser okay and brazilian i feel like it's probably Wait, maybe these cheap. people are making six figures and we just have no idea and well, they just yeah i would say huh wow okay i mean well, usually, good for them. well like lasers like at a med spa like it's like true yeah yeah brazilian yeah they probably aren't paid enough let's be real are periods really that bad which I know you've kind of gone a long time without having a period. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten your period back? Is your period officially back now postpartum? No. Because I thought you were bleeding a little bit, but that was just a different from thing. From the IUD. Oh, it was from the IUD. Got it. Yeah. Um, periods. I don't know. I, I'm sure for some women it's really, really bad. I've heard stories of how it's mm-hmm. terrible, terrible, terrible. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I think they really are that bad. By the way, I'm really digging your look today. It looks you have like the fresh out of bed look, but the hair, like the, the mus- messy bun is really cute. I think it just looks yeah I really like the messy bun I like it when your hair is up my dad actually always liked it when my mom had her hair up and I totally get that from my dad because I love it when your hair is up especially when you have a clip in I'm just like are you you kidding me clip okay see I was gonna do that but my hair is just so so yeah the other day you were like chilling in our like on our bed and you'd happen to not have a top on and you were had your hair in a clip and I was like I've never seen anything more beautiful in my life I don't remember that you remember that? I, don't... I took a picture of you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, what was the question? Periods? Oh, I for me, they weren't bad, but I know for a lot of women, it is really bad. So yeah, I feel like you just have to take, you have to trust that woman, that like their experience is how it is. I believe Why would it. they lie about it? I believe it. Okay. About, about periods though, because they are bad, did you like having an IUD because you stopped getting a period? Yeah. So that was actually better... So you liked having an IUD? Like even as though my periods to... weren't bad, I mean, I still had symptoms of PMS. Mm-hmm. I still had to deal with it. Like, but did you feel okay? Would you say the IUD changed your hormones at all? Um, I didn't notice like a huge difference, like some people do. How did you convince your entire family to move to Arizona? Great question. Um, have babies and then people will come. Wait, actually, that's a genius plan. Okay, so if you're getting married and you're like, I want to live in New Jersey. I don't know why I just thought of New Jersey. I've actually never been there. But if you're like, I want to live in New Jersey. I live in the state of Washington. Move to New Jersey. Get married. Start having kids. And then your family will move. It's really yeah. that simple, people. I also think that like for so many members of our family, they were in a natural stage where their life was in transition yeah like my parents were recent empty nesters looking for a job shift and your brother and his wife were like in a flexible state with their job and were looking Mm -hmm. for like where they wanted to set down roots as a family and my brother is graduating college right now and then like we'll be looking to set down roots somewhere and start a job also and so like all the members of our family that have moved out were already in a stage of natural transition. So that just worked out really well. I mean, obviously we didn't come out here being like our family has to follow us. We came out here because this is where we wanted to be and like start our family. And then naturally (laughs) 
everyone started to come too. I mean, truly how we ended up out here though is pretty random because yeah. we just had some friends living out here and when we had some friends in Utah and we actually were about to move to Utah. We were looking at houses in Utah and then we just kind of randomly decided on here. Honestly, part of it was peer pressure from family. Not that they did anything wrong, but they did say that they would probably visit us more if we lived in Phoenix because the weather's like warm in the winter mm-hmm. time yeah i mean if so, they're gonna leave the midwest and they don't want to go to more cold weather probably. yeah and i think there's cheaper flights into phoenix too so they just said we could visit you more and now they're all moving here so and i love it here and so having like i love this location and having the people i love the most here too like i could not feel more blessed like I, it just makes me so happy our life is so busy now but i feel like busyness is not bad when the things that you're filling your days with are so fulfilling, like, mm-hmm. and spending time with family is probably like the most fulfilling thing you can yeah. do. Spending time with family or loved ones, it's really working out well. A very us. full house too. It was cool. our house is like a commune. We, no, so it felt it felt weird when we bought our house. Like we're like, why do we need a four bedroom for two people? And now, like, we have completely filled it. Like every, we use every single room in our house every single day because we have six people living here. And we have guests all the time. We always have guests staying with us. We have people over for dinner, like literally every night. We have like gatherings, like our house is like a big, our house is like a gathering place for a lot of people and I love that. Which is so nice. And I think that's like what a home is supposed to be for. Exactly. It's either I, if I had to pick between the two, it'd be like, I either want a home that's really tiny. So it's not a whole lot to maintain. You don't have a bunch of stuff. Right, right, right. I love that too. Or a home that has the size to fill it with people and gather together and be together. Yeah. So So that's the stage that we're at now. And it's super, super fun. Do you feel flattered when other men flirt with you? Like when guys... Literally never happens. But I feel like it does. Like I feel like you've been catcalled before. Like even when we've been living in Are we going to really call that flirting? I thought you said... Okay. I distinctly remember you wore this like, you know, form-fitting dress when you're pregnant and you were looking like a hot thing. And then you said some dudes were like eyeing you up honestly if you're gonna flirt with a pregnant woman i'm gonna question you yeah that is weird if you're flirting because like, that's woman. pretty much a visual indicator in most circumstances i'm not saying all but a lot of circumstances that you have been in, you're in a relationship of some kind that's pretty committed so that's weird um but no i'm literally never flirted with and you know what i actually thought about this recently i'm like should i be offended but i also realized i'm not ever in a circumstance where flirting or making new relationships is common. Mm. Like I'm not going to the bars or the clubs. And yeah. if I'm going somewhere like out at night, it's with you. Remember in Hawaii, you got, maybe it's before we had kids, but like you got <laughs> flirted with at the grocery store, the the right. cashier. And he was like in high school and he thought that you were totally like 19. Yeah. I mean, was I, I guess that one's flattering because he's, and he you was gave so him your number sweet. too. Matt. <laughs> That was so funny. That was so funny. Abby was just uh, nervous and gave it to him. And no, 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 not nervous. He's not intimidating. It's a situation where it's like I'm so caught off guard, and I'm just like, uh, yeah. And then I'm sure other people can relate to that. Well, you're so kind that you didn't want to give him a fake number, and then him be like, oh, I'm gonna text you right now, and then it not be real. I was so caught off guard. I was like, 
not thinking to give. Yeah. I've never had an instance where I've given someone a fake number. Never well, done that before. Okay. I just gave him my number. He was harmless. He was clearly harmless. Yeah. And I was just not going to respond. And he invited me to a party and that was it. Should we talk about the guy in college that you gave your number to as well? Oh my gosh. What is this podcast? Remember that guy? Because then he was like asking if he could sleep over at your place. Yes. And then that was I, before we were married. Yeah, we were dating. We were about to get engaged. And then I... I got his number from you and i texted him kind of like a power move i just said hey joe or whatever his name was i'm like this is abby's boyfriend if you need a place to crash night you can uh sleep you can sleep with Which me <laughs> i also feel bad about because i could have just told him there that i had a boyfriend i think i just was like rarely in circumstances where that stuff would happen so like now i would feel a lot more confident in like being like oh like obviously now i'm like i so easily be like i'm married this is a really good question is it okay for people in relationships to dance with people of the opposite sex at like at like a club or a um a dance floor i guess you're right i think this setting makes a big difference because like the club no but you were at the club and you did dance with him but that was a different it's a partner dancing club it was a it was called club rodeo it was a club rodeo in springfield which is very that that place toes the line so much because it'll go from being like a two step with a partner to being like regular pop club music. Yeah. And I don't know why in my mind if it's a partner dance song, then it's like fine. Yeah. Which like I don't care if at the time. And I think it also matters because you don't care. Like. Yeah. And it also is like it, it depends like because if you were like if i was like oh i think it's fine to dance with this random guy like for a partner dance at a club but if you were uncomfortable with it then it wouldn't be okay for me to it's do it. weird though because like now that i think about it there is something kind of romantic about dancing like it, it is kind of i don't know there's some, there's something kind of sweet for about sure, it you're holding someone close. yeah like you're holding their body close to yours Music's so playing yeah i don't know i mean like i'm not a big against that but if you were like right now, if you were always going to some dance place to always dance with other guys, that would make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, that's weird. But like if it was like the occasion, you know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I didn't, I wasn't bothered. It was by a that. friend's 21st birthday party. How do you guys have blank with two kids and a family living with you in a similar boat? Love you too. Have blank. Have sex. Matthew. I said, I just tried to keep it appropriate. It I said just the delivery of it. How do you guys have blank? <laughs> um i mean very much like anyone else would since becoming parents it's way easier to do the deed during the day um i think that don't we have more energy do the deed i don't like that to just say find the time to find t- we find time during the day and it's just way better because i'm not tired abby's not tired there's not this pressure of like oh my gosh i have to wake up at 5 30 with our toddler who's going to probably wake up early in the morning and then you're you like don't want to do it because of all that so we find that it's just better to to find the time during the day yep how does abby nurse in public using a shield what's interesting is that i used to always 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 be sure to use a cover with our first and then I think since I've been nursing for like a year and a half straight now at this point, I just kind of figured out a way to make it more conspicuous without a cover, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I know outfits to wear that are going to make it more easier to do that in public. Like if they're looser, then I can just kind of drape it around baby's head. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that I just find myself not using a cover as much anymore just because they're just kind of frustrating me. They really frustrate the baby more importantly i just make it happen and then also i think there's something that about me that's just like gotten to this point where i'm like 
it's not immodest mm-hmm. to nurse your baby in public. You're just feeding your baby. Yes. And so, um, and I find that everyone usually around us, like they might look for a second because they're just like, what's going on over there? And that's not disrespectful. But then once they realize what's going on, they just respectfully look away. Yeah. And I haven't had an issue. I really haven't. Totally. I saw this woman though on TikTok. She started recording because this man approached her car in like a parking garage and was yelling at her. In a parking garage? In a parking garage. And he's like, you should not be doing that in public. There are children out here. And like he actually's nursing her baby in her car. In her car. If I'm nursing our baby in our car, I'm not even caring about covering up most of the time. Very frustrating. Like that's never happened to me. So I feel like that's like a rare instance. But in the case that that happens, like that's pretty outrageous. Like you're feeding your baby. You're feeding your baby. And also I've realized the more I've gotten older, how weird it is in Western culture that like we've sexualized like women topless it's so weird like no but in in other countries like it's not a thing like in especially in certain tribal cultures like women don't wear shirts men don't wear shirts it's just a cultural thing and it's not weird because they just grow up seeing that and like i'm sure there's women that could think it's really attractive with like a man that has a good looking chest and men have the same thing for, for women me, it's a comfort thing like i yeah. feel like while cooking or something i could get a weird burn or like See, i cook actually i almost burnt my nipple off when i was seven years old See? this is why you don't want those exposed for your own comfort this is why i should wear a shirt more I, it was really painful too i was cooking pancakes and i got too close I've to the heard pan this story I, was, so many I was really short and so i leaned in to go flip the pancake and i literally almost burnt my well, nipple think off. about it if you <laughs> Had actual breasts yeah. that can move around well, if you're and seven, like you're not hang gonna have a little. I know. I'm saying think like if that yeah. happened to you in, with your physique. But imagine a female physique, especially one that's nursed. Like they yeah. could just look like they could get into all sorts of trouble. I bl- I, I believe it, but <laughs> yeah. I think it's like I wouldn't want to be the trendsetter in our culture because that would be that no, would just make our life more comfortable. But it is so weird that we put all this pressure. On women, I don't know. You heard it here first, folks. Matt's part of the Freedom Nipple Movement, and I'll be honest. I'm happy like, for you, Matt. I am. I am. And I actually, <laughs> yeah. what's funny about this dude is, I used to think it was crazy. I, I like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, "Free the nipple." That's so freaking stupid. And now I'm actually like, I actually support it. Oh man, because I think it's stupid. I think it's like, are, why are you going to find yourself going on a well, parade I, par- march? Part for of this? it too is I realize, like, I hate wearing a shirt. So if I was a woman, I would, I would be like, "Why well, have to freaking wear a shirt all the time?" Mm, I don't quite, like, I don't I like wearing like shirts. It. Do you like me not wearing a shirt? Yeah. I'm just used to it at this point. Um, okay. Which is kind of what you're saying. I'm used to it at this point, so then it's not necessarily like I'm always sexualizing you when you're not wearing a shirt. I really wear I've realized this. I've been wearing shirts more than ever before. And part of it I think is being a dad, and then part of it is we no longer live in Hawaii. Why is being a dad making you wear a shirt more? Um maybe just actually that's a good question. No. I don't know. Actually, I don't really know why I'm wearing a shirt. It's really more, more functional as a dad to not wear a shirt because think of all the things that can get on it. With that's babies. true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, what are your guys' thoughts on toys specifically for couples? Wow, my head just went somewhere so different. I thought you were talking about baby toys baby. for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I, was I about love baby them, toys. but I feel like they just like regular stuff better. No, it's funny. Um, Our kids do get into everything other than their toys. Like Griffin well, will play with a box. but Griffin. Yeah, not Augie yet. Griffin loves everything. Yeah. Um, what are, wait, what's the, what are my thoughts on toys for couples? Toys for couples. Are you supportive of that? Um, 
just have fun. We've actually never gotten into that. I don't know why. I guess we're just, we're that good at it. We don't even really need any other support. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Not to brag or anything. I don't need to give my own preferences, (laughs) but I believe that, sure, whatever you need to keep it fun in your relationship. Keep it exciting. Keep it fun. Keep it exciting. Maybe we should just do it just for fun. Just for funsies. <laughs> okay. Will we ever do role play? Would you ever do that? No, I, I okay. just start laughing, Matt. So when I see that movie for Christmases, they do this whole role play scene to open up the movie and it is hilarious. And it actually makes me want to do that with you. I'm like, not in public, but like, I'm like, that would be, I'm like inspired by them. Matt, I know they're I a fake. I literally start laughing. They're a fake couple, but I think it's so funny that he's like pretending to be a nerd and she's pretending to be this sassy chick. And then the nerd has this crazy side that pops out when he just says, B, I'm talking to you. Yeah. And then they just do it. Yeah. I don't know. You have to see the movie to I understand. Honestly, Matt, I think it's good for a movie, but in real life, like how would that, That'd how be would you so stay weird. character? I don't know. That Maybe, is it'd weird. Be, it'd be fun. Hey, we actually went to school for acting, so I feel like we'd be pretty good at it. Oh my. This episode is sponsored by Manscaped. Matt, what has been a highlight of 2023 for you? Probably shaving my chest. <laughs> what? Can we start that over? I think we need to keep that. <laughs> I really do feel more confident when I am manscaped. Abby has noticed that when I get a little too hairy, my belly button traps lint in it, (laughs) and it's kind of nasty. Would you say that you have any hygiene slash grooming resolutions for 2024 for yourself? Maybe I should make it like a monthly thing, like rather than waiting until it gets too crazy, and then I have to pull out all the manscaped tools, maybe I should just have like a monthly maintenance day, you know? (laughs) Like Like your lawn care, potentially. Yeah, it's it's like lawn care, except for my body. No, like it literally is because the MVP of 2024 for Manscaped is their fifth generation lawnmower. It's not just a trimmer, it's your grooming sidekick. Equipped with two skin safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top, and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. Wow. Matt, you tend to go smooth all over pretty much except for... Do you know Manscaped is trusted by over 10 million men worldwide and now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. You can get 20% off and... Did you spill coffee all over yourself? Ouch. It's what actually hot oh on my, my gosh, lap. Oh my gosh, Abby. What are you doing? I'm so excited about this offer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code UNPLANNED at manscaped.com because nothing says Happy New Year like a deal that leaves your balls and your budget feeling refreshed. Yes, I did just say balls. Embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer courtesy of Manscaped. You don't even have any balls. Don't even say that. I got more balls than you. Okay. All right. Back to the episode. covered in latte. Okay. Will marriage ever be the same after kids? the same i don't i think in general your marriage will never be the same as it was several years down the line i think that kids change it more drastically but like our marriage is going to evolve regardless of children yes and it should Mm -hmm. and so i think that's also why i think when there's all these pressures before you get married to like have everything in place like think about it they say you need to find someone that's financially stable there's so many life factors down like through marriage like now there's things you can look at like how do they treat money in general yeah but like there's so many things that can happen you know 5 10 20 plus years into marriage where financial stability might not be there yet that's not grounds for Mm -hmm. divorce most of the time so like i I, i'm just saying like there your marriage will evolve the person you're married to will change yeah now wait um, question do you think financial stability would ever be grounds for divorce i think 
if actually, serious gambling is a part of it, yeah. then yes. Or just like pure carelessness with finances. Like you have a family and your spouse is spending all the all the money. Now, I think it would have like, to be egregious yeah like it would have to be like probably the most severe it could ever be but if you find out that your spouse has been gambling like has gotten you into like thousands and thousands of dollars of debt and gambling behind your back just like you say that's indicative of a larger issue in your marriage so maybe it's not the financial aspect alone but it's indicative of like like secret keeping and yeah like just like not being trustworthy in general or someone just spent your money like say you are the one working and then you made all this money and they just like blew it on like say you couldn't buy a house or you couldn't pay rent like i could see if where it that was would a be. one-time thing i think that would be not appropriate but if yeah it, there's so many like i think the more that i get older i'm like there is nothing that seems black and white in my mind yeah but um no you're totally right but I think it, there's very rare circumstances where it could be. Do you think the kids will be your first priority always and not the husband? That was just their wording in the question. I don't know why you'd say priority because I feel like there's, I don't know, a circumstance where like I would have to choose you over the kids or the kids over you. I think it's, I think it is a trap that a lot of couples fall into though. I think you I love your kids. Right. You love your kids so freaking much that a lot of people make the mistake of prioritizing their children over their spouse when actually you should do the opposite. And I think it's better for your kids for you to... Well, let's say your spouse isn't like... I think you'd... I I have a hard time answering this question because you prioritize our children also. So then I can... Of course, I can feel comfortable prioritizing you, quote unquote, because you also have our children's interests in mind. Now, if you were a spouse that like, I don't know, like completely didn't like disregarded our children then mm-hmm. i don't i don't think i think i would have to prioritize our children and so i have the freedom of choosing to spend time with you over our kids at times because i know that you're also have our kids best interest in mind mm. and so that's i good. i have the freedom to like make our marriage a priority at times also mm. that's good so no and i think that we're also in a stage where the kids are more demanding than they probably will ever be because they are so so young and then it'll just look different with every stage of life. Next question is weight loss tips slash easy meals to cook at home in college. Well, I don't have weight loss tips. I feel like that might come across wrong. But um, I think finding something active to do for yourself that is sustainable for you. And sustainable usually means it has to be something you enjoy most of the okay. time. Then find that. For me, that's group fitness and going to a class because it has a set time for me. I can see other people and they've already made the workout and I enjoy that. That is what's sustainable for me. Find what's sustainable for you. Food-wise, you know what? I should come up with like five to ten staple meals that we have that are affordable, healthy, and easy. Dude, you should make a cookbook. You'd be so good at that. I found a good amount of recipes in our marriage that I'm like – this is healthy, quick, and affordable. And they're all in your head. Like, you have them memorized. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> Thanks. Um, off the top of my head, for, like, most soups are really affordable, yeah. easy, and healthy. Soups, um, tacos, whether that's shrimp, chicken. Um, shrimp, I know, sounds, like, not as affordable. But if you get it from Costco, it's actually really affordable. And if you get it frozen. Um, sh- tacos, uh grilling any type of grilling meat really easy and affordable 
um, yeah, I'll, I'll get some together and share them. I have a highlight on my Instagram already, but I don't know how updated it is. Mm. So I'll try to post some more um, by the time this episode gets out and put it on that highlight. So you can check my Instagram highlight. Down the line, maybe I'll come up with a cookbook or something. This next question is one we've actually never talked about before. Abby, what is your body count? Oh my gosh. We've never talked about this before. Never do- we've never said this on social media. <laughs> I don't want to say. Do you want to reveal it? It's one, but I'm not. <laughs> I am not trying to say that if your body count is more than one, that does not change anything about you as a person. So yeah, let's means that you're number one. Yeah. Does that mean that I'm number one then too? <laughs> means that you're number one. I my body count is also number is number one. <laughs> it's also one. Why? Well, that's not even funny. Why am I laughing? I that's know. so I stupid. Think it's just hilarious. That's hilarious. Yes, we have only dated each other. Abby actually went on dates with a lot of other guys. I feel like we've, I've said this a million times, so people probably already know this. But yeah, you've been. I went you've been on, on dates, dates, but I honestly feel like that was such a rare experience. Like now, high schoolers are not going on dates. It's actually so sad because I just saw dating this, is so fun. Dating is a dying art. People are just like going onto Tinder and hooking up, or and that's Snapchat. it. I think nowadays, like all like everyone's just talking on Snapchat and then people and then people like have a thing but they don't really know what it is yes and it's like oh I kind of like her she kind of likes me but it's not taken seriously you need to define that relationship yes dating culture in general needs to be revamped and romanticized we're gonna teach our boys we need to romanticize dating culture again yeah there's no romance nowadays it's messed I'm, up. I love romance. Yeah, I hate when you like go out, you just see everyone's on their phone and everyone is using, like if you're at a restaurant, I hate when you go, like look over at the family next to you and every single adult is on their phone and every kid is on an iPad and it's just like, what's what's this world that we're living in? Like why even go to the restaurant? Why not just order food and sit in your room alone and be on your phone? You know that what I'm saying? actually makes me really It's kind of dark and I see myself falling into that trap of just going to my phone all the time because no i actually recently just i i mean i've always been aware of this but really strictly recently and it sounds so crazy even say but this is just how bad it's gotten yeah like any downtime i would get on my phone Mm -hmm. and now like literally yesterday i was at the pediatrician with augie and i was just holding him and I was like, I'm really tempted in this waiting room right now to scroll on my phone. Yeah. And then I was like, no, nope, I'm going to talk to the woman next to me. I talked to the woman next no to way. me. No way. And then I got in the room by myself with Augie. And I was like, I could scroll right now. And I was like, nope, I'm going to watch this little movie that they're playing. They're playing Sing 2. And I was like, this is so sweet. I was just like enjoying my atmosphere more and noticing things. And it's like, why have I like let myself enter this fog? Yeah. And I feel like I was not terrible at this but then i realized it's like man i had a lot of room for improvement here once i started doing that so you know how we know it's bad is when we consider watching a movie as like the good wholesome thing to do you know like the less stimulating we've, we've talked about it that is less but it, it really is i think it is a lot better for your brain to watch a movie than yes. to just scroll yeah because you're getting dopamine hit dopamine hit dopamine hit with every new crazy you know car crash video that comes up on your phone every single bit of content these days is so overstimulating and yeah all in your face it's like all made to hook you and draw you in i think it's wrong when you do not respond to texts but you can but you're like on social media like Mm. posting or at least scrolling and like viewing things yeah like i have been guilty of that but now i'm like no more that is not okay like i need to get back with my people yeah like that i'm actually corresponding with rather than just like looking at stories and stuff yeah because that's happened to me and um i've also done that 
yeah. before too and that's not cool okay next one is does size matter and I, i'm guessing they're meaning like muscle size you know probably like do you like skinny guys or like jacked dudes you know what i'm saying i feel like it's just like i like you so i can't even think about this and you're like, <laughs> i love like, how we just completely completely dodged the question and just went well it applies everywhere okay yeah we'll just talk about all the sizes <laughs> i'm just saying like i think all those things are so end up being so trivial because like the person you fall in love with you fall in love with them at that exact snapshot in their life and they're gonna change like your body is gonna change so much yeah and things are just gonna get different you it's like it was never that that you fell in love with in the first place and if it was then you're not gonna stay together exactly so like size appearance like all those things like of course i'm initially attracted to that but like the reason i'm staying in love with you and staying with you has nothing to do with that do girls still want more traditional chivalrous acts like the door held open for them seat pulled out etc i mean yeah the door held open i really like and honestly i kind of if i'm in public and i'm walking out especially if i have a stroller or something and someone doesn't hold the door. They just like kind of let it close right in front of me. I'm a little mm. bit like, mm. but that goes for male or female. Honestly, I can hold the door. Open. What do you do when you're like at a restaurant and then someone holds the door open for you, but they were technically in front of you. So then you let them go in front of you after they hold the door open for you. Does that make sense? Like you're going to Chipotle, you're going to go get your burrito and someone's in front of you. So they're clearly, they have the right of way. They should get their burrito before you, but they open the door uh, <laughs> and then you go ahead. I think you should let them order first. Yeah. But then there's been times where I haven't done that and then I feel bad. I'm like, oh, crap. I should, totally should have let them go back in front of me. Yeah, it's a gray area. It's weird. Probably probably technically should let them order first. Yeah. Was the first time scary? I'm waiting and scared to death. I didn't feel scared because I felt so, so, so comfortable with you. Yeah. So um, I wasn't scared at all. I was excited. I think it's normal to be scared of something that's a totally new experience, though. Yeah. But then I also, you need to ask yourself, where is that fear coming from? Mm -hmm. Is it because you don't trust the person you're going to be with? Or is it just because it's a new experience? So I think it's normal if that fear is coming from a healthy place. How do you have mom friends as a mom? It's something that I am struggling with. You have to be intentional. And that sounds like such a general answer. But I've realized at times in my life, I'm like, oh, I'm so sad. No one's hanging out with me. I'm like, have I asked anybody to hang out? Like, yes, you have to be forward with that because and then like more people like it's just a give and take like any relationship. But sometimes maybe you have to put yourself out there a little bit more, especially with other mom friends, because they're also in that foggy space like you are and trying to meet all the needs of their babies and balancing all schedules and everything and it's hard to get out the door all those same things so um be intentional just say hey i really wish we could spend more time together um is there like a weekly thing we can come up with like we could grab coffee on thursday mornings and like let our kids play around you just have to be intentional and also have to balance like you have to know that they're thinking about their kids also so if you can find something that includes their babies as well i can so relate to that because i've been in the same boat like why does nobody want to hang out with me and I, i just realized wait, I never, I'm not inviting anybody to anything. Like, why do I expect other people to invite me? So you have to take the initiative and um, that's- Friends are really important. Yes, so important, especially into adulthood. I feel like a lot of parents forget about that. Like, it's easy to have friends in college because they're always around you. And uh, in high school, you have people around you all the time and it's just easy to make those friends. But especially people that like work from home, um, I think it can be easy just to stay home all day and never go out and never socialize. And that is- not a good thing to do. How do you deal with family members that you don't necessarily get along with? 
I really can't relate to that. I don't know if I'm the person to give advice on that. Yeah, you are really good at getting along with really everybody. I feel like I have just a lot of good people in my life, though. Yeah. Man, I mean, I think with family, you have to handle it differently than a friend. Um, Understanding that this is a relationship you're going to have to, in most circumstances, you're going to have to make it work. So maybe just keeping the peace and letting some things go have a have not just keeping the peace because there's circumstances where it's like okay you definitely need to speak up but having a a wider gap of things that you will tolerate before you approach a conversation Mm -hmm. probably you need to give them a wide berth yeah with family and then um i think it just totally depends on the the relationship and the dynamic so I don't know. Yeah. Also, just to brag on you for a second, you were really, really good about being fully present with family, Thank um, you. like very empathetic with everyone. You're great at like holding conversation with literally any, like you were just in general, a great person to talk to. And I think it's, I take it for granted sometimes how good you are with my family. Like sometimes you dominate the conversation more than I do actually a lot of times you do like you you just you take on the conversation maybe I like zone out and my brain goes to la la land or something and like you're there being fully intentional fully present so I just I think you're really great at just socializing I don't know you're good at that thank you and my family loves you you're just like you're so good with my family that's so sweet what's more of a turnoff a guy's ego or their laziness ego I just I mean I cannot I just can't. I I think that that's a turnoff, not just that's for anyone in general. I think that, I mean, I don't, I truly don't think that anyone is special enough to look down on another person. Mm -hmm. Like we're all people. There's not anything about your life. There's not money. There's not status. There's not popularity, fame, nothing, nothing that can make, that can elevate you to a different level of humanity yes i agree i think we've especially learned this with being in the realm of social media Well, i also think this goes for like people that might be viewed as like lower status in life too like there's if you don't have if you don't have a house don't have a job if you are in prison like there's nothing there that has made you lower like you're still a human yeah and yeah i don't know sorry it's no you're good (laughs) it's really sad though because i think We've met more and more people now that have this elevated ego because of social media, because of followers, because of whatever. But and very few. It's it's still the few that make it like. And it's those few people that have that ego that kind of ruin it for the others. Like that that's why any field of work. That's true. That's that, true. That really does go in any career path. Honestly. Yeah, I, I think initially we were blown away by how genuine all these creators were that we were meeting, and then we eventually met people that had elevated egos and thought they were really really special and then we realized ah that's why this like this stigma or this idea of like of an influencer thinking they're really special and great that's why that exists because of those people it's easy to happen in this career because you have people that are like praising you abnormally much yeah and you can directly compare and you're like there's just it's easy to happen i guess easier than some but it happens across the board, honestly. Yeah. And that's another thing that I really like about you is you're just so genuine to everyone. That's very and nice. And you you just like it you would be kind to anybody. Doesn't matter how how much money they make, doesn't matter like literally anything at all. Uh it doesn't matter what they look like, doesn't matter who their family is, where they're from. I don't know. I just think that's that's the type of person that we should all be. 
That's is just really sweet. treating everyone with the exact same respect. Do you prefer dad bods or like full on jack bods? And I'm honestly asking this for me because I feel like I've prefer started to your bod. I've started to slip into more of the dad bod no, look. You don't have a little bit more. You it's don't it's have scary. A dad bod at all. I've seen so like men, I think more so than women, their fat like goes to their belly. And I've like noticed my belly has definitely gotten bigger since high school, which I have gotten, I would say, more muscular since high school. I feel a lot of pressure, (laughs) though. Like, I feel like a lot of pressure right now to really take my fitness seriously because at 25, like we're in our peak physical state. Like our bodies are never going to be healthier and more apt to build muscle and be fit. And so if we if we want to be looking good, like now's the time. Now's the time for me to get my butt to the gym and lift. Thank you. But. I feel a lot of pressure there. Yeah. I don't really have an answer for that one other than your bod. How do you politely tell a guy that you're not interested? Gosh, I was pretty bad at this, honestly. So I'm, and this was just high school, obviously, since we've been together for so long, but it's so, so hard. I think a lot of women by nature are people pleasers. So then telling them something that they're not going to want to hear is like Mm -hmm. so hard, but as hard as it is for you, I think out of respect for yourself, like your own time and energy and then also the other person you gotta just tell it truthfully yeah and kindly and also like what is it with ghosting people i don't even get this like why would you just why would you just like if you've talked with someone for so long i hear these stories all the time and i honestly think it's men more so but have the decency it doesn't have to be a long thing just say it depends on the relationship once again, like how mm-hmm. long it's been. But if it's just a short thing and you're like decided you don't actually want to date this person, just be like, hey, I've really enjoyed the time we've spent together. I don't see this being like this having a future. Yeah. But I really thank you for the time we've had. Like I had a lot of fun. I don't know. I think a lot of women do that too. I think ghosting is just common in our culture. It's spineless. It's easier. Well, it's, it's it's way easier to ghost I think somebody. It's cowardly than and disrespectful. It is to just tell them to their face, hey. I don't see this relationship going anywhere because that's uncomfortable and I get it like you don't want to be rude but I think there's a there's a kind way to say it or you can even say like I don't think this is unkind to just be like I think that you the way you like me is not the way that I feel yeah. about you or the way that you feel about me is not the way I feel about you and then yeah yeah and I think you can even use the method of like saying a compliment and then actually giving them the real news you know so it's like not as bad you just don't just come out and say like hey i don't see this yeah, going anywhere like i said like you i can enjoyed be like, this time you can be like i think you're an amazing person so then they're like wow they think i'm amazing and then you say but i just don't see us like in a romantic setting going anywhere and they're like okay that makes me sad yeah, but at least so i think like, i'm awesome I think that you would make a great partner yeah like, for someone but i just don't see that being me yeah um and i just wanted to tell this to you because i think i owe you the respect of yeah saying that yeah does a man's job profession change how attractive you find them i mean at a superficial level yes if just be honest if i were a fireman you would think i was like super sexy yes i think there's something very attractive about people working (laughs) in that realm what's the least attractive profession (laughs) there's probably a couple you could name i feel like right now you're like oh i would definitely not want to date some guy i think honestly having a job like that that (laughs) alone is very attractive unemployed is the least attractive profession probably yes I mean, okay. given circumstances, unemployed yeah. is probably not the most attractive. Yeah. I Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I When I fell in actually, love with you, Matt, you were unemployed. So I take that back. True. I think, <laughs> actually, I do think I know what the least attractive uh, profession would be for you. I think it'd be like investment banking. Why? I think, because I think some of those guys have inflated egos. This is just stereotyping. But I think 
If you had an ego, which Dude, you hate, I think influencer would probably be hate. the most inflated ego. <laughs> yes, but then at the same time, I think there's so many, there's been such a shift in the creator economy where there's so many creators that are like very genuine and like people yeah. don't want to put up with it. Like if you have an ego, they're like, I don't even want to watch you. Yeah, like it's true. not it's not fun to watch someone who, who's full of themselves but um i think like investment baking there's a stereotype of having an ego plus those guys work so many hours like they would just not spend any time with you that would be hard with you i think if you were married to a fireman though abby i think you'd hate being away from them for days on end because no, i think firemen have to work it a- has a i mean that would be terrible but then yeah. also like they are off for longer periods of time yeah what about a police officer? Is that the same level as a fireman? I think I'd also be fearful, though. Oh, like, you would? Like, a lot. I'm sure those, I'm like, people listening to this, that spouse is in, like, firefighter, cops, like, all those dangerous professions. I would be very scared all the time, and that would be... Yeah. I think I'm over, I'm definitely over-glamorizing that, and that I really appreciate those people serving their communities in that realm, because that is such a sacrifice. What do you think of me being a TikToker for, uh, for my profession? Is that super hot? Um, I think I don't view you that way, honestly. And I don't view our line of work that way. Like, it's our life. And yeah. so um, if maybe if it was a different niche, it would be like, oh, yeah. you're a TikToker. But it doesn't Dude, really you've really been putting in the work on the TikTok. Like, I've oh, kind of taken a back man. seat. You've been doing all these vlogs on TikTok. I'm impressed. They're very off the cuff. You've been, you're really good. You're, you don't give yourself enough credit with how natural you are on camera. Like, you're just so good at it i get nervous every time still i've been doing i've been making videos for my job for like four years and i still get nervous i don't know why mm. anyway it's because you realize there's a lot of eyeballs on it and yeah, that's nerve-wracking nerve i think i'm just dissociating you're or also something. really good at public speaking like you're, <laughs> you're so so good at that anyway, hire me for your next event you should abby's so Soul good at school in seven Abby won speech competitions and went to Colorado when she was a kid because okay. she won a speech competition. We gotta wrap this up because I'm headed to the airport. But Abby's I love going you guys. to Vegas. Spam the comments with have fun in Vegas, Abby. And as always, three, two, one. Peace, Peace out, out, dudes. dudes.